bass keeps running, running, and 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 running. We're off and running. Sorry, Sunday. KCOU 88.1 FM. Early recording on this episode. I think this is the first time we've ever recorded this on a Saturday. We were recording this Saturday, January 8th, 2022. Join as always, Jonathan Lidskin. Live from Chicago. John, how are we doing? We're doing great, Harry. Um, cannot wait for this uh, new named segment we have later today. Yeah, we, we have an updated name for one of our traditional segments we'll get to eventually after one of the more historic performances a week ago by our breakout player, a.k.a. Antoine Wesley, the GOAT. But, you know, a lot of breakdown on this episode. We'll go through all of NFL Week 18, the first ever Week 18, in I think since the expansion or the um, – the lockout year when they actually had to move back the season. But so much to talk about the NFL, a lot of clinching scenarios. We'll get into all of them. But first, we got the biggest college football game of the year, the national championship game that I predicted before the season. This would be the exact matchup. Alabama, un- one loss. They lost to Texas A&M in early October. Georgia, they lost the SEC championship to Alabama. We broke down their playoff semifinals a week ago we talked about Bama's blowout of Cincinnati talked about Georgia's really impressive performance in Miami against Michigan now they go to Indianapolis with a chance to hoist up the college world playoff trophy Lid you were on I listened to every episode of this show this week looking for some clips to put together for you know the game on Monday I listened to a lot of your Georgia takes you said you you've said for yourself that Georgia would you know there's a decent chance you could see them losing the SEC championship to Bama and then getting them again, the national championship beat them. So George was a great team all along. You really like how Kirby smart a coach this year. You got to stick with that, right? I'm actually going to reverse course on this one. And I kind of, and I did for the semi too, but you know, something about the SEC championship didn't sit right with me. It was like Kirby smart is here. Nick Saban is here. And you know, this is, this goes back to one of my takes that I had before. The, the season even started. I, I don't think Kirby Smart is a very good coach. I think he's a very good recruiter, one of the best, but I, I don't think he's a very good coach. It seems like he gets out coached by Nick Saban every time he goes out there and plays against him. And, you know, it's Nick Saban, it happens, but Dabo Sweeney beat him eventually. And if you're a good enough coach, you find a way. And it seems like there's a major gap between the two. I don't often like re- like rematches, but obviously Georgia losing the first one probably benefits them here. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Alabama in this in this one to beat beat them again, which I know is very difficult. But they got the better coach. It seems by a pretty wide margin, and that, that that's what I'm gonna stick to. So the last time we saw a rematch in the national championship of a game in the earlier part of the season was 2011 Alabama. Lost LSU nine to six in early November. They played again the national championship. Alabama shut them out 21 to zero, 22 to zero, something like that. 22 to zero. 22 to zero. I think I think it was 21 actually. Regardless, Bama, this they've been here before. They won the national championship a year ago. They undefeated season with Mac Jones. Basically lost all their top, you know, a lot of their top players. Alex Leatherwood gone. Uh Jalen Waddle, the best rookie receiver in the NFL, not named Patrick Chase, Sertan. obviously. Patrick Sertain. Uh Najee Harris has been a great running back. Uh so many starters. And again, they're back here in the national championship. Jamison Williams has probably proved himself to be one of the best receivers in college football. But I'm still I'm still gonna take Georgia. I, I'm riding riding the wave. 
I'm pushing all my chips in the middle that I've had for George all year. I've collected them all year long. I haven't sold my stock. I didn't give up at any point. We're still picking with George. I, I think the John Mechie injury, I Bam offense, I thought looked the step slow against Cincinnati. It really felt like the absence of Messi was Mechie was notable. Like Brooks was their other receiver, Holden is the other guys. They they don't have the guy, like those guys aren't John Mechie. And maybe there's an, someone has an OJ Howard like breakout performance in the Natty that you know no one seems coming like uh, Howard did in the first Bama Clemson national championship. But in the second half of Alabama Georgia, Bama scored one offensive touchdown without John Mechie, and it came on a long ball of Jameson Williams. And that's I think Georgia adjusts to guarding Williams. I think we're going to see a lot more Darion Kendrick on him when Kendrick was playing a lot against Mechie uh, in the first matchup. You know the safety Christopher Smith. I think they're going to do a lot of shading him on that side with Williams. The, the game plan for Georgia is have anyone else beat you but Jameson Williams. Bryce Young on the ground, you have to stop that. But, you know, make this these freshmen Brooks and Holden and their tight ends Cameron Laddie and Jill Billingsley. Make those guys beat you. You know, Bama couldn't run the ball well against Georgia. Brian Robinson only had, I think, 16 carries for about 60 yards in the um, the SEC championship, which isn't great for Alabama standards. You want Alabama to try to run the ball against the best run defense in all of college football and the Georgia Bulldogs. I, I think Georgia kind of plays this game to their strengths. I think Stetson Bennett, the chant now he has like the second life. They they were calling for him to be benched after the SEC championship. He really struggled a lot in that game. Did throw for 340 yards, which was one of the most he had all season. But again, he threw some bad interceptions, including a pick six to basically seal the game. I think he looked at his best game of the year against Michigan in the semifinal, outside of like you know the Missouri game. But that's you know that really doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I think he takes advantage of this opportunity and what's going to be his final start as the Georgia Bulldog. And I think Georgia gets it done. I think this is their time. I think it's all in the making for them. I didn't think they had the urgency in the SEC championship against Alabama. I think they kind of feel it now. They know what's at stake. This is this is their team. This is their chance. I'm going to pick Georgia to win the game. Yeah, I think one of the – just to add to your point, one of the things that was so weird about the SEC championship is that the game essentially meant nothing for Georgia. They were getting into the playoff either way. You, I think you said – um, in your breakdown video for the college football playoff contenders, that all Georgia had to do to make sure was get off the bus in the, yeah. for, the, for that game. And they had nothing to play for. Here they are. And I think like, I saw that. That, that, was, that was a take I had earlier in the year that Georgia, that game wouldn't have mean as much to Georgia as it did to Alabama. And, you know, maybe, maybe I was right, right about that then, but I think the, the, way, the, the way the SEC championship went, didn't didn't sit right with me and I'm gonna be honest one of the takes that I have about this game is that it's not going to be a very good game and it's why rematches shouldn't exist in college football I think one way or another this is going to be ugly one team's going to control the game without the other and who that who that team is is obviously up for debate but I think national like national championship rematches even more specifically, just usually aren't very good. Yeah, so going back to the SEC championship, Georgia didn't specifically run the ball well. James Cook only had 11 carries because they were playing from behind most of it after taking a 10 nothing early lead. Kenny McIntosh had 32 yards. Samir White just 27 yards. They only had 109 rushing yards as a team. But Bama didn't run the ball either well, only 115 yards. The Bama second half, if you go back and look at it, was a vastly different half than what they did in the first half. They're only up – this misconception that there was a blowout at halftime. Alabama was up by seven, but then they had the long touchdown to, to Williams in the first like, minute of the second half, and then the pick six from Bennett put it away. 
But this was – and Georgia was still kind of driving the ball down the field when Alabama just had the ball. They weren't doing much with it. They were trying to run the ball and couldn't. This is why I think Alabama will still try to go heavy pass, even with no matching. I know Brian Robinson had a huge game against Cincinnati, but I don't see him replicating that. I think Georgia has to try to run the ball. I know what the Alabama has in their front seven. You know, Will Anderson, um, 202, two of the best linebackers in college football. Georgia has to run the ball. I thought – I didn't specifically think they ran the ball well against Michigan, but when they tried, it was pretty effective. Bennett was good with his legs. I think George has got to try to run the ball. Who are some kind of the X factors you see for both teams in this game? Well, for, for Georgia, I think Brock Bowers has to be huge in the passing game. I know what Bennett did, um, kind of spreading the ball around McConkey, James Cook in the semi, but let's, let's not get it twisted. Brock Bowers is their best, tar- best target and best option in passing game, even as a freshman. He's got to be big. For Alabama, I, th- I think just DJ Dale, those guys up the middle, those linebackers up the middle, stuffing the run, I, I think have, have to be big. Um, Henry Toto, like you said, need, needs a big game. He's been fantastic this year. When when they If Alabama's up, it's going to be Will Anderson getting to the passer, and that's going to be huge for them. And then just that secondary hole holding up if, the, if Alabama's ahead. So it, it kind of depends because if Alabama's up, Georgia's going to have to throw the ball, play from behind, which is not what Georgia wants to do. No. But if it's an even game, Georgia has the lead. It's going to be those guys up the middle, um, st- stuffing the run, getting the ball back into Bryce Young's hands. Yeah, I'd say for Alabama, it's Ja'Cory Brooks, who had 66 yards and a touchdown in the semifinal against Cincinnati. Only had nine catches in the regular season. Uh, also, uh, Trey Sanders, their backup running back, could be seeing some of him. Remember, if you go back to the 2018 National Championship, this guy by the name of Najee Harris, who no one had really heard of. No one, he didn't really play much in the regular season. Obviously, he was a five-star going to Alabama, but he actually started playing really well in that championship against Georgia. Uh, for the dogs, they need one of the receivers outside of Pickens didn't do anything against the Michigan game. Hopefully, either him or Kyrus Jackson or maybe Jermaine Burton with a long touchdown against Michigan. They need one of them to just break out for one big play, kind of similar to what Michael Hardman did in the national championship against Alabama, where he had two touchdowns uh, in the 2018 game. And they need, you know, Stetson Bennett to continue to play good football. Uh, what's your score prediction for the game? I'll go Alabama. I'll go Alabama 27, Georgia 13. I, like I said, I don't think this is going to be a very good, good game either way. So if Georgia wins, I don't think it's going to be close. I think George. I think it's Georgia won a kind of close game. I'll take Georgia, twenty-seven twenty. I think their defense rises to the occasion. But it's crazy to say Bryce Young's been held to twenty points. But you go back and the LSU I mean, game, they, the LSU game they struggled, and the Auburn game and Florida, these weren't they Cincinnati. They, Cincinnati helped, did a pretty yeah, good. They job only twenty-seven in that too. game. Also, so, I, still, I still think Georgia's defense is better than Cincinnati's defense. Yeah, no, without a question, they are. But it, I think. The, the thing that Georgia has to get right is they have to figure out how to kind of confuse that Alabama offensive line like LSU did, like Auburn did, like Florida did, because they did none of that in, in the SEC championship. And when Bryce has all day, he's going to make a play. So yeah. it all comes down to Bryce Young and Nick Saban. If they can get it done, then Alabama would have won three national championships in what four years or in five years with three different quarterbacks. Yeah, 20, 27. Jalen Hurts. And... Yeah, Bryce Young and Mac Jones. Enough with Jalen Hurts. What? He started the game. And Tua finished it. Okay. How many, how, many point, how many points did Alabama have when Tua Tagovailoa came to the game? Zero. That's what I thought. We want to do four downs to the national championship? 
Yeah, sure. All right, you can lead us off. Okay. Natty's pretty simple for me. Who is the leading rusher in the game? Um, I'll go James Cook. Over, under, one and a half interceptions by both quarterbacks. Over. Will there be an onside kick in the game? We've seen Nick Saban pull out a special onside kick in the national championship before. I'll go no. And then the last one, simple, who wins the MVP for the game? Um, Travis Walker. Trayvon Walker? Trayvon, I don't know why I'm thinking. Trayvon Walker. He's going to have a couple sacks and an interception. Yeah, he's been good. Uh, okay, four downs. First down, Georgia's first touchdown in the 2018 National Championship came on a Michael Hardman Wildcat run in the red zone. Two-parter. One, do we see the wild dog? Two, who scores Georgia's first touchdown? Yes, we see the wild dog, and Georgia's first touchdown will be by Brock Bowers. Second down, Brian Robinson with 16 carries in the SEC Championship. Give me a stat line on Monday night. He'll go 18 attempts. 78 yards, one touchdown. Third down in the 2015 Rose Bowl, the Florida State-Oregon semifinal. Dalvin Cook had 127 total yards. His brother James had 144 in the semifinal against Michigan. How many total yards for Cook tomorrow, or on Monday, that is? I'll go 103. Fourth down, over under eight and a half minutes in the second half when Kirby Smart calls his first unnecessary timeout. Over under eight and a half minutes in the first half? In the second half. In the second half, um, he'll 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 call it before then. It'll be like with like ten minutes to go in the third quarter. Yep, that, that, that's four downs for the national championship. We'll get that I like that last downs. one. Uh, that I, uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, anything right else? For, anything else for college football? No, I was gonna. There, when you brought up Trey Sanders, I was gonna ask you about something. Do you remember the quote he had when he committed to Alabama? I don't. He said he was going to win the Heisman his freshman year there. Keep in mind, they still had Najee Harris on their team. How many, how many snaps do you think Trey Sanders played his freshman year? 40. He played zero. He tore his ACL in, tra- in training camp. <laughs> I forgot. The entire season. Yeah, and then Brian Robinson was a backup last year. I, I yep. didn't even remember. Um, there might be a video coming out on Monday at 11 p.m., which may or may, or may not feature Jonathan Lidskin's voice. Oh, boy. That's all. I'll just leave it at that. I, the video is like basically in the drafts. I need to actually add one more clip to it. From is it getting show. close to if Alabama wins the game? No. I don't know what I'm going to It's one of my favorite videos I've ever made. I'm not sure what I'm going to do if Alabama wins. I'm not <laughs> sure I can ever watch it. it again. You better save it to show it to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it because it'll be exported. But like, it's going to be very upsetting if I never get to post that video. Hmm. Roll Tide. But, but George, you know, go dogs. UGA, I think we'll win the game. Let's go to NFL. Two games today. By the time people are listening to this, it'll probably be over. Chiefs at Broncos. Any relevancy to this game? Chiefs need a bounce back game. No, I mean, I know the who the Titans play, but like the Chiefs have to w- still win to stay stay in the race for first. Yeah, prediction. Uh Chiefs by a lot. I'll go Chiefs like Chiefs thirty four, Broncos seventeen. They're gonna score. Yeah. I'll go Chiefs by 20, 37 to 17. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles, I think a lot of different players are out. No Trayvon Diggs. Uh, he didn't make the trip. Eagles have a lot of players on COVID, but like, I don't know which. I think Jalen Hurts is playing. Eagles going to the playoffs. Didn't, didn't we talk about this earlier in the year? Like, when we looked ahead of their schedule, yeah, and, like they had I, all these easy games and like, now they're in the playoffs. I, I believe I said the Eagles could, like, 
definitely could make the playoffs still after that bad start. Well, they clinched it. They have Dallas at home tonight. Dallas, a four-point favorite. Who do you got? Um, I'll, t- I'll take Dallas here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be close. The divisional game last week of the season. Uh, I'll go Dallas. Um, I'll go Dallas 24-20. Yeah, I'll say Dallas close as well. I'll go 27-24. Hertz has played pretty well. He's extending his life in Philadelphia. He's definitely going to start again next year. Yeah, no, we'll- he's had a good year, I, I think. And I know some, they, someone they just, just I know they someone run the ball well. But- they run the ball well. Uh, yeah, so some would disagree with me. He's leading the NFL in rushing yards by a quarterback this year. So, well, I mean, Lamar hasn't played in like two months. Yeah, but I think Hertz is still averaging like 0.2 more yards per carry than Lamar. So he, he's had a good good year, I've, I've thought. And I, I definitely would, would keep him if I was Philadelphia. And not what big, is, let's say they play – so they're most likely to play maybe Tampa Bay, possibly the Rams in their wild card round. What's kind of a recipe to how Philadelphia can win a playoff game? I mean, their offensive line needs to play really well against anybody. You, I mean, if you're, if you're one of those top tops, if you're the two seed NFC, you're going to have a pretty good front four that can, that can get to the passer. So I think they, they need to protect Hurts. Sirianni needs to design a good game plan that involves Hurts getting the ball quickly, a lot of, a lot of runs in um, with him. And, like, the, their defense just need to, needs to hold up. Like, they, they need a big game from – uh, Darius Slay. Um, Big against, play Slay. If, if they're playing Tampa, especially, if you can shut down Mike Evans, like, they, yeah, they really receivers. have them Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, Cyril Grayson. Right. So if Darius Slay has a big game against Tampa, especially, that could go well for them. But yeah, you know, know, it's, 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 a, it's a long shot. But I mean, the, they're, I will say this, they're a lot better than the Bears from last year. Yeah, I don't necessarily think they're going to be an easy out in the playoffs. I think New Orleans it will be a much easier out for whoever they play. I think that with the, I think they have a good front four with Philadelphia. If they're playing a team like Tampa or the Rams, and they don't not necessarily need to blitz, but it puts some pressure. But if you're playing a receiver like Mike Evans or Cooper Cup, like it's all about taking guys like that away. I think it hurts. They're good. He's good enough to keep a team in the game. Let's just run the ball well and you know, start tonight with Dallas. If they play a good game, gain momentum into next week. Let's just knock out some of the irrelevant games. Giants at Washington. Just give me a winner. Um, or Washington at the Giants, it is. I, I would go Washington. The Giants, Giants are the, the worst team in the league right now. Worse than Jacksonville, I honestly believe that. Uh, Bengals-Browns. The Bengals are resting their starters. Uh, does Case Keenum and the Browns get a win? <sighs> Man, this is – I'm going to go Cleveland, but this feels like a game that the Bengals win for some weird reason. Yeah, they're, they're not playing, they're not playing Nixon. Like, Burrow's not even making the trip. Like, I don't know if Jamar Chase is going to play. I, I know. This just, like, feels like – I shouldn't say Bengals win. This feels like a game that the Browns lose for some weird reason. I'll take the Browns by a field goal 30 to 27. I have no yeah. idea what's going to happen I'll, I'll take game. the Browns, too. This game, this game doesn't mean anything. It could get weird. Uh, Packers-Lions. Packers, I think they're going to play their starters to start the game, but not going to finish because they've already clinched the one seed. On the road at Detroit, Packers are a three-point favorite. Jared predicts what's going to happen in this game, John. Yeah, um, sorry, you went in and out there for a sec, but yeah, I sorry. think the Packers probably play their starters for a little, and it honestly might might be enough. The Lions' defenses looked dreadful last week against Seattle, so I'll, I'll take the Packers like 27-23. I think it probably will be closer than people maybe think. 
Yeah, let's say the Packers play their starters the first quarter, first couple of drives. I think it's kind of important to get Jordan Love some reps. Not, mm-hmm. I think not only because he hasn't played another game, well, he's played the Kansas City game, but I think he needs like a bounce back game. I think that was really bad for him on the road against a really good defense where it was just a bad situation for the start for Love. I don't necessarily think he's a bad quarterback. I don't think we can necessarily judge him off the one that one specific game just in a bad spot where the starter had COVID. He had to get thrown in there. I think he kind of needs a game like this to get in the groove against a really bad Detroit defense. I think a couple of touchdowns for him will do a lot for his confidence. And say Rodgers does leave in the offseason, it gives some assurance uh, for the Packers that Love can be you know their short-term starter. So I'll yeah, take I mean, the Packers 26 to 21. He, he was a first round pick, so you're yeah. hoping he can maybe be a long term starter. But well, yeah, I'm just saying for now. I just don't. I just don't think he's very good in ge- in general, and I was never very high on him coming out. Yeah, I wasn't high on him either, but I think you know he deserves some kind of chance, and I'd like to see him play. I'd like to see him have a bounce back game. I think it'd be good for him and his confidence, and it'd, it'd look good for the backers, especially going into you know playoff game where I, I took their future odds this week to win the NFC. I, I really like the Packers. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, I took I took Tampa's future odds. Really? Earlier this week to win the NFC, yeah. What what were those odds at? I don't remember exactly, but I think I got it like ten to win fifty eight or something like that. Five, plus five eighty or something like that. They're plus five eighty to win the NFC. I took Packers or, plus. Or sorry, I think it might have been to win the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say Packers were plus one twenty to win the NFC or plus one thirty. It just they they're gonna have two home games and they're gonna be a lot better than whoever they play. The only team that scares me is Dallas, but like. I mean, if I was the Packers, the team that scares me is San Fran. They never beat them. Well, they always struggle. San Fran, we'll get to San Fran in a minute, but they have. San Fran is an uphill battle. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, uh, Bears, Vikings. No fields. Yeah. Give give me Minnesota. Yeah, I think Minnesota. Minnesota I agree. He starts for the Cleveland week one next year, is my guess. I'll go Minnesota by two touchdowns, 34 to 20. Uh, Colts Jaguars. This is our first game of condition relevancy. Colts have to win this game. If they win, they're in. They lose, they're out. They have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. It's a crazy stat, including week one last year. And I actually picked the Jaguars to win that game. Uh, does Trevor Lawrence and them pull off this crazy upset? Yeah, no, weird, weird story. I actually was very excited that Jacksonville won that game last year, week one, because I picked the Colts to miss the playoffs last, last year. Um, so I think the Jaguars to start three and zero last year. When when Jacksonville won that game, I was elated. But I think everyone said Jacksonville was the worst team in the league. I picked them to go three and zero to start last year, and they won that game week one. Then they blew a game to the Titans, and they blew a Thursday game to Miami. It was over. Yeah, I, I remember that. But I I do think the Colts win this one and clinch a playoff spot. They'll probably do it less easily than some predict, but it's going to be a lot of Jonathan Taylor. The Colts should like. The Jacksonville is going to have a lot of problems moving the ball downfield. I, I'm, it's going to be not like the Patriots game last week because the Colts won't score 50, but like in terms of like Jaguars offense struggling, it could be very similar to the, the Patriots game. I think this game's going to be close. It's just it's a gut feeling kind of thing where the Colts just like the Colts kind of need to get it done, where they're going to be thinking so much like about it that like Jacksonville's playing with nothing to lose. Like, if they lose, they get the first pick. Obviously, if they win, I don't think they're in that position anymore. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is sitting around like, guys, we got to lose this game. We need we need the first pick so we can take Aiden Hutchinson. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, like, he's some generational prospect. I think that – I think Jacksonville's going to come out and fight. I think Darren Bevel, he hasn't won a game yet as the interim. I don't think he has, at least. Has Jacksonville no, I mean, won a No. Ja- Jacksonville he, this he, week – Jacksonville this week, their ideal situation every single week is that Trevor Lawrence plays his best game as a pro, and that's noted. Well, he hasn't done that yet. 
Like, I mean, no, I, mean, he, he he, I mean, like, he has, but, like, he no, hasn't had a like, game where – he hasn't had a single game where I watch him. Like, wow, Trevor Lawrence looked good this week. I was I was impro- pretty impressed with him against the Jets. I, th- I thought he put a good game. I, I mean, thought he was awful in that game. No, but I, I go look at the numbers deeper. He he was he was pretty good. And look like Laquan Treadwell is his number one receiver right now. So yeah, I, I don't know what I, I think Jacksonville. Exactly I'll take the Colts by 10, 24, 14. I think Jacksonville stays in this game for three quarters. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. I think I think it'll be more Colts. I'll I'll stick around twenty four, but I I also think it'll be like twenty four. 7, 24, 10, something like that. Steelers at Ravens is Big Ben's last start unless Jacksonville beats the Colts and Steelers Raiders doesn't – or Col- Chargers Raiders doesn't end in the tie, which I think that would be an electric scenario. Could you imagine what Al Michaels would be going off over three hours if they started just alternating kneels? Yeah. I mean, that that would be something else. But, you know. No, but oh, I, it, I think Baltimore wins this game. Though. They do need the Colts to lose for that scenario to happen, Yeah. Right? Okay, I think so. I think Baltimore wins this game regardless. Yeah, I, I think do. last I think last week was Pittsburgh's overly emotional game. Where I know it's still Tyler Huntley, but they lost by one point to the Rams last week, who are a really good team. I think Baltimore just finishes the season strong. I don't think they want to get swept in the regular season by Pittsburgh. Uh, I think Harbaugh they kind of want to finish the season above five hundred. What's been a pretty it started as an awesome year for them. Then everyone got hurt before after everyone got hurt. They have the next wave of injuries. I thought early in the year, Baltimore's a really good team and they can make a run, but injuries caught up to them. But I think they want to finish the year above 500, not finish last in the division, which is like still a possibility if they lose this game. And I think Cleveland wins. I'll go uh, Baltimore by a touchdown, 30 to 23. Yeah, no, I, I was going to po- point out how everyone's on this kind of like Mike Vrabel coach of the year um, train because of how many injuries the Titans have had and they're still going to end up being the one seed. Honestly, like, John Harbaugh should kind of have the same argument, even though they're probably going to miss the playoffs. They're about to win nine games and have a winning record. Every player of importance on their roster has gotten in, injured this year. It, it feels like Lamar hasn't played since like week seven. If it, like they haven't had a good healthy secondary all year, like their running back group has been hurt all year. They've been si- signing guys like left and right off the practice squad from free agency. Like, it's been a crazy year for Baltimore, and they're still about to win win nine nine games. And yeah, honestly, like their offense being not that much worse with Lamar on the on the field and going to Tyler Huntley has been impressive. So I'll, I'll go Baltimore in, in this game. I think they're favored with the, even with a backup quarterback for a reason. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah, Titans at Texans is the last one o'clock game. Titans can clinch the one seed of the win. They already lost to the Texans earlier in the year. Ten and a half point favorite. Oh I God, think the Texans – I'm going to say again, the Texans are going to keep this game close. The Texans have moved the ball kind of well. They not a great game against San Francisco last week. I was also going cross-country. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Titans like to, like 30 to like 17, but I like totally forgot that the Texans already beat. Yeah, with, with Tyrod. And May, Mills has been kind of good. I, I think this game's close for three quarters, similar to the Jacksonville game. I don't know if the Titans are going to be able to blow them out. They're going to be thinking about the one seed. I'll go Titans by six, 30 to 24. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go thirty seventeen Tennessee. But you know, Davis Mills can hang with these guys. Saints Falcons. Saints. They need a win and a 49ers loss to get in. They already lost to Atlanta once by like three points earlier in the year. Falcons, just the worst seven win team of all time. They're last in DVOA. Your boy Cal Pitts, I think, is about to break the rookie record for receiving yards by a tight end. 
Yeah. Very Mickey, very Mickey Mouse though, because Mike Ditka did it like sixty in, years ago and a fourteen game season. Games. Pitts is about to do it in seventeen, but you know the wins the Falcons have this season are against the Giants, Jets, Dolphins, Saints, Jaguars, Panthers, Lions. Very, very non-overwhelming resume there. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Do they beat the Saints the second time around, though? Um, I'm going to say no. I really don't think the Saints are very good, but I do think they'll win this game. Like, the, how the Falcons have won seven games is honestly mystifying. The, Matt Ryan has been nothing short of awful this year, and until they start started to figure out that Kyle Pitts is their be- best weapon and can be a top three tight end in the league, he's probably top four right now, um, and, until they figure that out, they, they were going to struggle offensively. You know, Cordero Patterson's had a kind of underwhelming last couple of weeks. They they need him to have a good good game to win this one. But I, I will take the Saints at a kind of low scoring football game. Yeah, the Saints just don't score a lot of points. Their last three games, they've scored nine points, three points, and eighteen points. And as in, in two of those games have been wins. And then the other one was the Ian Book start, which was the closest thing we'll ever get to that Kendall Hinton game. I'll take I'll take Saints by a field goal, twenty to seventeen, low scoring game, like you said. They they want to make the playoffs and they and they know they're very close to it. They need that and, and our Niners lost to LA. I'll I'll go with the better coach, Sean Payton. Taysom Hill and I cannot wait to bet against Taysom Hill in the playoff game. Yeah, I know. And them and the Cardinals. I mean. Well, we could we could stir a little parlay. We could bet against the against Cliff Kingsbury, um, Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts. Here here's my for for every listener wherever here here's my betting advice for the nfl playoffs bet against the coaches you don't trust does that include that's, zach that's taylor own, that's huh does that include zach taylor do we trust zach taylor now i'm i'm undecided yet but like that does include Kif, cliff kingsbury mike mccarthy um what if, include, what if mike mccarthy plays cliff kingsbury i don't exactly know who i'm gonna I, i'd probably take dallas in that game just because it's yeah. a rematch but like I, that that's like the nightmare scenario for me uh Niners Rams Niners win and they're in lose and a Saints win and they're oh, out you skipped over what I want to talk about but okay we'll, um we'll get to we'll get the Jets bills um 40 uh I'll take the 49ers in this in this one they'll beat them really they'll, be, they'll beat them a second time that they, they like they it's it's more important to them than it is to the Rams did they beat them the first time this season I don't yeah, know Monday game. Night Football. oh that was, that was yeah that was the Debo game Debo rolled out that game yeah, he did. He did, and yeah, I, I think, I think Shanahan wins this one on the road. I think this one means more. The the Rams, like, what, what do you mean like the Rams? Gonna, you don't think I the Rams like gonna win the division? I feel like they've been, yeah, like obviously, but like I think the 49ers, the 49ers need to win to make the playoffs. So, who's I, the starting quarterback? I, I don't care. Trey Lance, Trey Lance will win this game. It's actually, that's actually music to my ears. I, the Rams were one of my favorite plays of the week. I, I have their money line. I I already I, bet the 49ers. Spread or money line? Spread. Okay, I I, took, I have Rams money line a little parlay. I I like the Rams a lot. The Niners secondary is not very good. The the Rams the, the Rams a, have the best receiver in football this season. Have the Rams had have, have the Rams had the like quietest best year like of any team this year? Like I feel I mean, like, like for all everyone everyone only being, talks about the everyone only talks about the games they lose. It's I the weirdest like we thing. Only, I feel like we talk about them being so inconsistent. They've won twelve games. 
They're 12 oh, and 4. They're the worst 12. People think they're the worst 12 winning team of all time because people only talk about the four games they've lost. Me, yeah, I'll, no, just I, run, I, I'll just run through the games. The game they lost at home to the Cardinals. Okay, that one was bad. They, they got they, they kind of got pasted in that one. The when they got lost at home to the Titans. They lost three in a row. They lost at the Niners, and everyone talks about the Green Bay game. No one talks about when they destroyed Tampa at home in week three. Yeah, no, that, like, was, oh, that was, was week three. Not close. Everyone's like, oh, but no one talks about they went to Minnesota and won. No one talks about the comeback in Baltimore last week. Everyone only talks about the games this team loses. It's so weird. I think they beat the Niners handedly tomorrow. They um, be, I yeah, mean, they won at Arizona. They beat the – No one talks Baltimore. about that game. Everyone only talks about the Cardinals losing that game, not the Rams winning that game. Yeah, no. Um, you, you are right. and But I do think the 49ers will win tomorrow. I, I'm nervous. I, I love Trey Lance. I think he's going to start this game. I hope he does at least. What Aaron Donald could do to him would could be scary. And that yeah. Rams front pass rush. Because that's what the Cardinals did, and the Cardinals don't necessarily have the best of defenses. And he looked bad. Yeah. But he's all, that was also eight weeks ago. That's a good pass rush. But... I think that – the Rams win this game by a touchdown, 34 to 27. I think Cooper Cup is going to have one of his best games of the year and try to put himself in that MVP conversation. He could become the fourth receiver in NFL history when the Triple Crown uh, lead in catches, yards, and touchdowns. He's in first with all of them right now. He can break the record for catches and yards in the season with like 130 yards and like 11 catches. I think he gets both. Uh, give me the Rams in this game. Uh, Jets at Bills. Jets have played really well the last couple weeks. Uh, they beat Jacksonville. Lost last week, last second touchdown to Tampa Bay. Now they're going to Buffalo and must win, game, win for the Bills. The Bills win, they clinch the division. If they lose, they could eventually fall out. What do you think? Harrison Vamnick at – in about – hmm, let's, let's do math. Like, math with Jonathan Litzkin. In about 30 hours from now, 31 hours around, you will be wherever you are in, in Florida, and Mac Jones will be a division champ. I'll be at the game actually. Oh, um, well, I don't. I, I would love for that to happen, but I don't see it. To put words into it, the Jets are going to beat the Bills tomorrow. This is one of the stranger predictions I've had had all year. They're sixteen point dogs, but you know the Bills. Right. Go through, the Bills have gone through stretches all year where they played really well and they played really bad. Well, they played really bad last week though. That's they the played thing. really bad, and they the played, Jets are and playing I, some I, pretty I, good. Fo- Football right now. Zach Wilson has progressed very nicely this year. Michael Porter's been so good lately. Come on, come on, Jets. Can the Jets please win this game? I think the Jets are going to be able be able to move the move the ball. And you know, I know the game's in Buffalo. It's going to be crazy, but I I have a weird feeling the Jets win this. There's always one of these games every year in Week 17 or Week 18. If you think about, so I'll I'll give the the listeners a quick rundown of the history of Week 17. Last year, you know the Cardinals Rams game at all. Um, last year, yeah, it was John Wolford versus yeah, no, Chris Traveler. I'm a Bears fan, of course I remember it. Well, there's all every there's one really weird thing that happens last game of the year. That's the one where Chris Traveler started, and then Cliff Kingsbury decided to play injured Kyler Murray instead. Like that gave them a better chance. And I think the Rams scored one touchdown. It was off a defensive pick six or something crazy like that. Weird win for the Rams. Go back to 2019. Ryan Fitzpatrick on the road at New England. Let a comeback drive as a two-touchdown underdog to give Kansas City the two-seed, push New England to the three-seed. Uh, 20 – I'm trying to think how my memory tests myself. 2018. Um, the Bears, with their with a game, a meaningless game, Minnesota winning in. Minnesota was a home favorite in that game and loses to the Bears. Mm-hmm. 
in week 17, they could go on and on with these crazy. One thing happens really weird. This could be it. So and Michael Carter's been one of the best running backs in the NFL lately. So I was kind of talking to Jake about this game and, and the idea of the Jets winning this game uh, earlier in the week. And he, he kind of like, just like, like kind of like scowled at me. He's like, he was like, you think the bills are going to lose as a 16 point favorite with the division on the line. And so my response was, Hmm, if only we could figure out a game earlier this season where the bills lost as a 16 point favorite Jacksonville. There you go. So Am I out of my mind? Maybe, but there's always. I hope, I hope you're right. I, like I, you I said, there's always one bills. of these weird games. I, my my parlay is Bucks money line, Chiefs money line, Bills money line, Rams money line. Like, do the, do the Bills win this game like ninety five percent of the time? Yes, I, I hope the Jets win though. I'm I'm rooting for the Jets. I'm going to be scoreboard watching at Hard Rock Stadium. We'll get to that game now. Uh, Patriots Dolphins. I think this, they finally. I think this game they finally win. New England. They never win yeah, this game. Yeah, they, they, need, they, need, they need to Miami win. Miami has nothing to play for. I think the Patriots won't have some wins going to the postseason. I think the spread six and a half, I think it could be closer than that. I'm taking New England 23 to 17. I think the Patriots won this game. Last time Mac Jones played a game with that stadium, almost a year ago to the day, national champs. I think tomorrow is going to be a year to the day, right? No, let's go to it. Let's go to the calendar. It should be, it should be Tuesday, right? <coughs> uh, that game was January 11th. So we're a couple days short, almost a year ago. Wait, yeah, yeah. It'll be almost a year ago to the day where Mac Jones won the national championship at Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, I think the Patriots win that game. Dolphins don't have much to play for. Uh, no Kyle Duggar for the Patriots, but they there could be bigger issues than that. Christian yeah. Wilkerson, big two touchdowns last week. I think he scores another one this week if he's active. Ah, interesting. What, what do you got in this game? Your boy Tua is he going to ball? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with my boy Tua. I hate the guy. I hate the strong word. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. But, <laughs> um, uh, I'll take the Patriots with you as well. It'll be closer probably than the six and a half that they're getting. That's a big spread for a game that the Dolphins beat them in earlier this year. So, yeah, by but, one. Ugh, we could have had the division. Yeah, I know. But, but hey, tomorrow's our tomorrow's it's chance. Okay. Uh, the Bills are going to lose to the Jets anyway. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Quickly, uh, Seahawks, Cardinals. Cardinals can Card- Cardinals win an ugly game. Cardinals can win the division if the Niners beat the Rams. I'll go Cardinals close. Cardinals by a field goal. Oh, man, the Cardinals winning the division would kind of suck, but, like, I need the 49ers to make the playoffs. But yeah, I'll take the Cardinals in, in an ugly game. Well, that means we get a Niners-Cardinals wild card game. Buckle up for that. Yeah. Niners-Niners-Cardinals in the wild card. That'd be, that'd be a weird I game. I will gladly bet on Kyle Shanahan against Cliff Kingsbury. Yes. Uh, Bucks-Panthers, any reason to think Carolina keeps this game close? I mean, is – like 2015 Cam Newton, like magically coming back to play for them. I'm not sure they're getting 2020 Cam Newton to come back and play for them. Like, who's a better yeah. version of 2021 Cam Newton? No, this, this game will not be close. Tampa kind of, Tampa's kind of blown out everyone in the division except for uh, New Orleans since Tom Brady has arrived there. So, yeah, I'll take, I'll take Tampa. By a lot. I'll take Tampa by biggest margin of any winner tomorrow. I think they want to blow out this they're game because only, of the they're only an eight point favorite. I think because of the thing with Antonio Brown, I think they want to win this game. I'll take Tampa by 30 points, 42 to 12. Uh, last game of the season, Chargers Raiders. Win and you're in. Man, this would be just so weird if the Raiders won this game after we get Raiders Chiefs and, again. After everything that happened, but like they're not going to. This is this, this just they're not going like to. This, nice. This feels like a Chargers win. I'll, I'll take, 
I'll take Justin Herbert having a big big game. Nate, Nate Hobbs, I don't even – who's been their, like, best corner this year, like, got arrested. Or I think he's playing. I saw he's playing. How? Ask the Las Vegas Federal Police Department. I mean, that's such a Raiders thing that, like, one of their players gets arrested and plays the same week. I wouldn't Wait, be surprised the story if Antonio of the season. Brown plays for them, too. It would be so funny if Antonio Brown just walks through the door. Like he's he back. Would. Like, that, that, would be, that would be a thing that happens. Like, but, no, the, the Chargers win this game. I'll go high scoring 31, 20, 24. Justin Herbert's going to have a 300 yard, three touchdown game. I agree. Charges by two touchdowns, 35, 21. Uh, you want to do four downs? We'd love to. I'll lead us off. More rushing yards for which former Georgia Bulldog back? Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift, or Sony Michelle tomorrow? Um, I'll go Nick Chubb. Who's going to be playing against a bunch of backups the whole game. Yep, second down. Matt Ryan had one of his best games the season against the Saints on November 7th. He had 342 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, what does he do tomorrow? Whatever the opposite of that is. So I'll go 100 and, 180 yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception, and the Falcons score like 13 points. Third down, more of a subjective one, but who gives the 49ers a better chance to win tomorrow and get to the playoffs, Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo? If they're both healthy, I'll go Jimmy well, Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is not healthy. Okay, let's assume that. Trey, Trey Lance. Man. Fourth I down. After putting up a historic stat line a week ago, what does Antoine Wesley do tomorrow? Give me a stat line. After four catches, 30 yards, two touchdowns. Two catches, 16 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, what are yours? Um, let me pull it up. That was, that was a nice last Wait. question. All right. This, this first one, uh, Harry, I know you're a big, big coaching guy when it comes to football. This, is, this, okay. is, this one is specifically made for you. The Packers could essentially give their starters two weeks off by resting them against the Lions tomorrow. That could lead to a lot of rust in their first playoff game. From a coaching perspective, would you sit the starters tomorrow for Green Bay? Sit the starters. The injury's not worth it. An upset could shake up the NFL tomorrow. More likely a huge upset. Jags over the Colts or Jets over the Bills? Jets over Bills. Rank the rookie quarterbacks from performance this year, one through five. We're not going to include Trey Lance in this. Is, is the fifth Davis Mills? Yes. I'll go backwards. Um, five, Trevor Lawrence. Four, Justin Fields. Three, Zach, Will, uh, three, Zach Wilson. Two, Davis Mills. One, Mac Jones. I like I, what I think, Mills has done this year. I, I, t- I think two through four are interchangeable for me, but solid. Um, yeah. All right, last one. A bunch of quarterbacks could be playing in their final game with their current team this weekend and then could be traded, which of or, traded or signed with another team. Which of these quarterbacks throws for the most yards between Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and Kirk Cousins? Derek Carr. I don't love the Chargers secondary, respectfully. Uh, let's let's go to our, our last segment of the show. The Antoine Wesley breakout player of the week after Antoine Wesley's historic. I said we – what was your breakout player last week? Do you even remember? No. I told you to pick the most random player, and you said yours, and I said, I'm going to go with Antoine Wesley. And you were like, who? Like the Cardinals receiver. He I had, didn't say who. I said world. I didn't say who. Yes, you said, said worldwide, worldwide West. West. He had two touchdowns. Unreal. He didn't, I don't think he had two touchdowns in his life. No one ever heard of him. Yeah, had, had, you ever heard of him before, yes, before last week? No. Yeah, World Wide West, the go. The jersey's on the way. Uh, let's do let's do quarterback, running back, receiver. 
breakout players go quarterback running back receiver okay i have my quarterback already so i'll, I'll just yeah. say it. Ty- tyler huntley okay my qu- my quarterback will be i'll go i think kyler has a big game tomorrow uh my running back i'll go hmm tough one my my running back I'll go Michael Carter for the Jets. Okay, sticking to the narrative. I'll go... Titans, Deontay Foreman. Against his former team. And And then then receiver. Wide receiver. Um... Hmm. I'll I'll go go Mike Williams for the Chargers. I'm going to go Amon Ross St. Brown for Detroit. No, no Antoine, no Antoine Wesley's this week. No. no random players for the postseason. We'll do something fun. We'll try to we'll do like most random player prop at touchdown. Oh, at least for like the Super Bowl. Like that, I like that. Anything else to add, John? Big college basketball day. Yeah, I'm it's twelve eleven. You've already missed the tip off of Purdue college basketball, and then you, already, you missed tip off of oh Penn State and Purdue are currently tied at ten. Yeah, I'll probably go up and put that on my TV. But hot yeah, start, I'm, hot start for Houston. Up eight to two on Wichita State. I'm. I'm I'm watching college basketball all day and then going to watch high school basketball. So ah. <laughs> should, should be a, should be a fun should be a fun experience, John. Tell, tell Blake and Kyle say hello. And I guess next are you gonna be back in studio next Sunday? Don't know yet. I'm hopefully getting back Saturday, but I'll be I'll be there. If you're not there, Jake Circus will be filling in. So I think oh, everyone will probably be skipping thinking by week. Circus will be at my house at like eleven PM Central tonight. Oh, don't let him in. <laughs> I uh, told him about making him sleep sleep in the dog's cage. Thank, thanks for listening. We'll see you next Sunday on Sorry Sunday KCO eighty eight point one. Thanks for tuning in, guys.